0: Hi there and welcome to another episode of Song in a Chat with your host, Pete Pascoe. Great to be back here. Another episode on the on the old podcast. It is a fine thing to be doing. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing the episode with that particular song on it because that is one of the early songs I wrote and uh, I am sort of holding back kind on of it, like, yeah, when I'll do it. Oh well, like, I guess the time will be right. Well, uh, welcome aboard, uh, this is your first time here today, if that's the case, um, look, sit back, grab a cuppa, or keep your hands on the wheel, whatever you're up to. Uh, I do hope you enjoy listening to a bit of a chat, and um, I'll, I'll endeavour to put you in the shoes of how it feels to be a songwriter, and uh, in doing so, um, uh, the way of doing that, I'll be looking at a song, each week we'll look at a song, so it's a way of, for me to share a song and. Uh, You know, give it a voice, put it out there Um, Yeah, yes, I record albums I have 13 albums online If you want to check them out, plenty more on the way I am fully committed on this artist's path that I'm on Uh, On that note, uh, I was on the path today leading down to the ocean i will have to go for a walk down by the ocean I'm a bit lucky, live on the doorstep of the Phillip Bay Here on the peninsula in Melbourne, Australia Nice part of the world and we're just a bit lucky down this way, been very lucky so far with COVID-19, and um, hopefully I've, I've just booked the first couple of gigs, woohoo, alright, looks like we're going to be back. Played for about an hour and a half yesterday, um, setting out the piano spur of the moment, worked out what the song list is going to be, Yeah, uh, the um, uh, set list. And uh, I, I delved into my old piano man repertoire, Billy Joel, Elton John, Ray Charles, and what have you. And that was a good feeling. And I just felt the urge after that to go for a walk and, and just be free because uh, I'm reading a great book. Um, yeah, I do play the piano, but here it is here. Uh, it'll come. I was writing a read of writing. Well, I am writing about 10 books at the moment. I'm like, reading an excellent book. It was. Um, it is Dave Stewart's, Memoirs and Dave Stewart of the Eurythmics fame. A lot of people know him as the songwriter and guitarist and producer of the Eurythmics. Beautiful music, wonderful music. Uh, he did all kinds of stuff. What a free life Dave is living. So congratulations to Dave. It really resonated with me his story because he's living a free life, and that's something I really hang on to at all costs. Like I said, you just. At times, you know, you sort of just hang on to it and um, I'm lucky enough to be married and and have kids. And when that happens, you, um, if you're lucky, like me, you have an understanding wife who understands what I'm up to and I get a lot of freedom to do what I'm doing. Uh, But it it does change the parameters a little bit in terms of, yeah, financially, you you need to look after these people. And and so, yeah, I've made a few choices to do that, um, but I've kept these creative doors open. I've been... Writing, I've been so creative, yeah, yeah, writing a lot of songs, 800 songs, it's a silly amount. And I would never have written that many had I been um, more sort of on the road kind of thing, doing that sort of stuff. So there you are, That's things and roundabouts. Yeah, it comes around. Even even so, look, the, the, the theme of Dave's book, which I really recommend, you can read it, find the link on my uh, blog post today if you like, uh, just basically being free and, and I have done that. Yeah, okay. Uh, so what I did on my walk, I, I sat on a seat. And uh, the, the seat is the subject of the blog post. And uh, I feel like Pete Forrest Gump is sitting there. Hi <laughs> I was sitting by myself. And, Hi, my name's Pete. I was um, I was typing on my iPad and typing my blog post and sitting there I, I just had the most amazing conversations with people as they were coming up the steps from the beach. It's quite steep, a little bit of a bluff there and um, I, I really enjoyed it and I got talking to Maria who is still playing. Yeah, um, she's not 21 anymore, but she's uh, doing great. She played six sets of tennis the day before. Uh, She's a soprano, and um, I got to hear about a lot of Maria's life story. And I just love times like that, and I think there's something about being at the beach that really just frees your mind and frees your tongue and your spirit. And anyway, these people are coming back and saying these things. And as a result of that conversation with Maria, I'm teed up to go and uh, audition for a choir group on uh, Tuesday next week. I'll let you know how I get on. (laughs) Haven't done that since I was 17 when I um, scared the cows out of well, the antelope out of Wyoming as an exchange student, and uh, that was fun, yeah. I wanted to be in the school show band, and it was a 12-feet band with 12 singers, and uh, I might have touched on this before. And, uh, Mike Wilson, our, our their wonderful uh, music teacher back at East High in Cheyenne, Wyoming, said, Pete, look, you're in the band. Great to have you on board. Woohoo, I'm in. Uh, so we'll see you at choral group at lunchtime hey man I 70 man, I don't sing you do now <laughs> and so I learned to sing and I sang bass and I sang uh, Messiah handles Messiah with an 80 piece group and it was good good really really great so I'm looking I did I got the I got the singing award that year can you believe it <laughs> The singing bass out of 80 kids and that was that sort of set me on my path for sure on the path and today I was sitting there on that seat having those conversations and stuff and that was, that was great. So came back and I painted that seat today, you can see that on the blog too. Alright, let's get on with it, here we go. Uh, I'm, in a, I'm in a reflective state of mind tonight, uh, it is tonight here when I'm recording this in my studio and the starry night out there, there's a few, few people fishing down there in my spot. hope they're catching some fish good on them Uh, Today's song is fairly reflective It's called I'd Do It Again So there you go Without further ado Shall we roll it? I think we shall, Jimmy. Here we go I'd Do It Again Roll it
1: I'd run so far, and I never thought I'd run so long. And here's the thing, didn't realize what was going on, holding me back from the start. Oh Lord, all those lonely fears. wasted years I never thought I'd come so far And I never thought I'd wait so long To lay my cards down There's so much going on Push me on to the break Oh Lord Hard oh, of those lonely fears a lot of those wastes do to me? In the mirror, so easy to see. After yeah, all the joy it's brought me, I do it again. Mm-hmm. I do it again. Mm-hmm. I do it again. Mm-hmm. As
0: go i'd do it again do hope you enjoyed listening to that one um i did yeah so it's nice to sit back and just reflect on the song and and pull these ones out Uh, i'll be up front with you this one did appear on an album that i've released called don't miss the bus and uh i it was kind of almost sort of frustration that i released a a couple of albums just piano and vocal because yeah i can hear so much more in the arrangement we'll come to that later but what uh that pushed me on to do that was um, 10 easy pieces by Jimmy Webb fantastic songwriter and when I listened to what he'd done which was uh, sing his songs with the piano he had a guest artist on each track for a bit of variety I thought yeah I'm doing that too that'd be really good I'd like that because Other people sing uh, Jimmy's songs. And I I would love it if other people sang my songs. (laughs) Happened occasionally. And people do perform my piano pieces a lot, which is very, very nice. I do a lot of solo, piano solo stuff. Okay, i would do it again. Um, What was it about? Where's it from? Let's find out, shall we? Tell you what, let's dig into the lyrics. I like to do that. That seems to be... We sort of have to about. This is... uh, I can't believe it's the 60th episode... Well, wow, that really just amazes me at how quickly those weeks have gone by. Uh, I, I'd just like to say how much I'm enjoying doing these episodes, and it is proving a journey of some discovery for me, and it's an absolute pleasure, and I hope you're enjoying it. Okay, uh, song number 581. Wow, 2012 by me. Um I flicked open it opened the book actually this is a purple book they were handwritten in my little, like a little diary I've written them with the chords. and it flicked open on the page of the video that I put up last week um, One More Cast which was about a, a good friend uh, Earl Pollard brilliant drummer passed away way too young and um, it, it affected it, when, when we lose good mates great mates like that it affects us And I I would say I I was still in that sort of state of reflectiveness um, uh, these months later when I wrote this the following, uh, early in the following year. So I never thought I'd run so far. And I think that's funny (laughs) because of the forest Gump thing early. (laughs) Run, Peter, run. (laughs) I love that movie. I never thought I'd run for so long. Run, Peter. Yeah, we got that. Okay, running. Where am I running from? Here's the thing. Didn't realize what's been going on. Hold me back from the start. So it was a number of things I was referring to here. And this is what a songwriter does. Here we go. This is what I think is really important. If you pick up a pen to write a song, personally, I think it's a great idea to say, what am I really feeling at the moment? What's perhaps something unresolved from a past that keeps bubbling up and is bursting to have a voice? Yeah, And I think when you just start playing... And, and just writing, these sorts of things have a habit of bubbling out. And gee, it it's really good for you. And then, and, yeah, that can be just a diary entry for sure. Um, but if you can, if you're in the lyric writing mode, it can be directly, you sort of turn it into more and hopefully bring it to a more of a universal theme. So there's a bit of a tip early on. Yeah. Bring your stuff up, but turn it into art. Yeah. And give it, it'll, you'll find it'll resonate with people and then uh, give it a universal sort of a, a delivery yeah okay uh, and what what was holding me back from the start is a very complicated thing uh, we we all have uh, we all have our challenges growing up um and i i felt really early on that i wanted to do this life in the arts and the music and be a songwriter although it was 17 before i actually got brave enough to really get writing and that sort of thing and perhaps what was holding me back was it wasn't self belief it was It was just a matter of yeah, you know, sticking your head up and saying, "Hey, everybody, I'm a songwriter. wish I'd done more of that. So here's a good tip if you're writing songs and you think they're all right, get out there and share them <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh Lord, all those lonely fears, yep, oh God, oh Lord, well, oh Lord, all those wasted tears." Lord, the uh, the lonely fears and the wasted years. So there's a little thing I've done there. Uh, uh, Tip: Here we go. I think uh, keeping a chorus, very, very simple. Uh, Just keeping that one line. Oh, Lord, all those and the lonely fears, wasted years or wasted tears. And, um, you know, I was sort of beating myself up here as I was writing this. I'm not on top of the world, but I was reflective. And uh, we'll see where it takes me eh? I never thought I'd come so far. There you go. So it's the optimistic me now. Yeah, that was the half glass, half empty for sure. It's on the floor, really. (laughs) And this is me uh, looking. Oh, it's okay. It's half full. Look, look, plenty left. I never thought I'd come so far. Never thought I'd wait so long to lay my cards down. There's so much going on. Push me on to the brink. (laughs) <laughs> so there's a few things going on there, and it's still going on now, actually. Um, I never thought it would take me so long to lay my cards down. It was like putting the songs out and doing things. I really yeah, you know, would have liked to have had a lot more albums released a lot earlier. It's just the way it all panned out. I'm doing my best to play catch-up now. Let me tell you, I've got about three on the go. have just released one with the band, and I'm loving it all. And also, what I'm really enjoying uh, sharing all the online content and you can just check it out on my blog posts if you like every week there is a youtube video going up in a blog i'm doing a painting doing this podcast and it is the coolest thing to be doing loving it all um and i just like to I put out a shout to brent brastrap uh from uh new york for his podcast and i will put that in my uh show notes for sure um Thanks very much, Brent. You, you put me on this path and thank you for sharing all your hard earned knowledge. It's, it's been, it's, it's just been very, very nice of you and I hope you're doing well. All right. Okay. Um, and thanks to Digger for passing that podcast on. It's all about sharing, isn't it? Uh, and I just want to say, uh, unexpectedly when I lay my cards down, so much going on, pushing me on. To the brink To the brink of Whatever's next And sometimes Yeah it can be a hard road As the artist So that's what I was touching on there The artist path She's up and down I tell you Especially these last 12 months (laughs) Oh lord All those lonely fears Yeah the wasted years And wasted tears Alright But Were they wasted? Looking in the mirror So easy to see And here's a punchline Small price to pay It brought you to me all right? That's small price to pay. All those trials and fears and tears and everything like that. And and I'm I, lucky enough to meet, you know, the love of my life, get married. Wow. How about that? Feel lucky, eh? And um, that's one way to put a positive spin on everything because you hadn't, hadn't gone through all of those things but in that particular way, you know, would have worked out a bit differently. Perhaps, you know. Anyway, there you go. And then I go on back to a bit of instrumental. And then, yeah, for all the joy it's brought me, it's brought me this joy. And then we go, here we go. That's finally got us to, for the first time, the name of the song, I'd do it again. In fact, I'm so sure I'd do it again. I repeated that, I'd do it again. Absolutely, I'd do it again. Oh, Lord, all those lonely fears and wasted years and wasted tears. All right. That was the lyrics um, pretty straightforward this time around. Um, I, was, I was, you know, I can get fairly obtuse, can I, with my uh, lyrics? I don't mind uh, burying stuff in there. Um, I always thought it'd be a good place to share uh, my experiences and thoughts and feelings and, and the lyrics. And sometimes I probably bury the meanings a little bit too deep, but ah, uh, well, it keeps everyone guessing. Why not? So there you go. you got a couple of options as a lyricist. You can be very straightforward and obvious with, with your lines. Or you can be, you know, really a bit artistic. And I've looked up on the wall and seen a big quote from one of my songs. Imagined ears and eyes of ages drifting down through time. What's that about? Oh, I'll do that song sometime. That was actually from an a, um, exhibition I had in a, uh, an album. It was the key sort of phrase. that sort of... So, yeah and that's just about the echo I'll tell you now that's about the echoes I think we feel and sense and all the history I'm fascinated by it all and I, I think I think we're it's all in us in us all in our DNA and it comes through in echoes and yeah I think it's pretty cool okay I'm just gonna move the mic a little bit here sorry we can edit that out okay um. The music I did pick, I, I find E flat really warm. What does it mean warm? Well, I think it just sounds nice and warm and fuzzy. Yeah, I think E can be a bit crisper, cleaner, still warmish, but um, it, it's just just E flat just, just seemed to be the, the key that I actually I actually picked. So there you go, do a bit of experimenting as a songwriter and uh, see what comes up. And where the melody come from? The melody comes from thin air, <laughs> and it blows me away every time. Can I just say that this really does? Uh, often the melodies, they don't really feel like they're mine. It just feels like it. Some, Something else kicks in there, and I've, I've just, I just, I'm open. I'm open to it. That's I have uh, really, really worked to make myself available. If I've got the feeling that I'm going to write a song. Guess what I do? I go and write that song. Alright. And it came out like this, yeah.
1: I never thought I'd run so far. I never thought I'd run
0: so long. And straight away that 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 warm
1: far.
0: F isn't part of the chord A flat. Here's A flat chord. It involves A flat C and E flat. I'm singing
1: F, so you get this, mm,
0: and it just sort of floats back into that, you know, and
1: I never thought I'd run too long, and next bit, uh, here's the thing, bit of a statement,
0: didn't realise what's been
1: going on,
0: so I'm sort of going back into the words, aren't I? Hold me back from the start, and I guess that's just the thing that separates, uh, makes the difference between lyrics and poetry Um, I think lyrics are just so entwined to the music well they're hard to hear a a song as a poem once you've heard it with music I guess anyway what was the melody I I was sort of busy singing wasn't I here we go oh sorry So that that sort of led naturally into there. Once I had that next chord, that B flat, setting it up, making the statement. It took me to that note. I could have sung that note or that note.
1: For some reason I kept it there. (laughs) And that's what you do instinctively. You just do these things. Here's the thing, didn't realize what was going on.
0: And I've got to tell you, at this point, I've got no idea what I'm going to sing in the chorus when I was writing it. Holding
1: me back from the start.
0: But then you just go, oh, I'm feeling it, and you naturally go higher. And the top note of the scale was what I went for.
1: So, oh, Lord, all those lonely fears. And then I went for C minor. Oh, Lord, all those wasted years. And
0: so a couple of things happened there. In that moment, I remember when I did that line of the yeah, got one, cool. And I used a fishing analogy, said so the line was going a bit there. I was like, whoa, yeah, definitely got one here, cool. As I sang that, um, I could hear the full arrangement of what I would like it to be like. And what would I like it to be like? I don't know, a bit like the Eagles there. I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, about that, oh, yeah, my, my friend Paul Dredge, I'd like him to... to cut loose with a bit of nice guitar a bit of lead, nice, nicely guitar on this one would be good um, and I did like that, that going from E flat, oh lord all these lonely hours, to C minor oh lord because C minor is actually E flat with a C bass alright that was E flat oh lord all these lonely hours and this is
1: oh lord, it just makes it
0: it just grabs you. And it sort of plays for the ears. So I think that is a good idea. Okay, that's the verse and the chorus. Um, and then I, I, after all that. Look in the
1: mirror. So easy to see. Here we go. I use this chord once. Because this is what it's all about. I'm making a statement
0: again. Small price to pay.
1: In little pause.
0: It brought you to me. Etc. Alright, and then I'll use that again later. Yeah, for all the giants bought me. Sets it up. What does it set it up for? A tag, which is actually the intro. I do it again. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. I do it again. Oh. So there's Beacon for the big outro, isn't it? Yeah, that. that. Etc. So the idea of of um, sitting down and writing a song may seem so incredibly complex and foreign if you haven't done it before, but the more you do it, the easier it gets. And i tell you what, um, you know, Dave Stewart from the Eurythmics in his book, I, oh, gee, that really, and again, really resonated with me, the things he had to say. Um, all you got to do is make a start. And if you start with feeling, the rest of the song would come. Um, and 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 Dave Stewart he did, wrote songs with Paul McCartney, and 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 it's, it's just Paul McCartney was saying he just he just loves the recording process so much. It's seventy odd, you know. And um, here I am at my age, and I got to say I'm 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 in full agreement there. I absolutely love the recording process I, I love recording these podcasts it's really good every time I my... Tim, I'm, I'm lucky to have a, it's a fairly modest studio let me tell you but I try and make the most of it um, every time I flick it on it's with a, a bit of excitement you know it's really a good feeling um, and uh, if you want to see some of the stuff I have recorded yeah, you, know, you can go to Pete Pasco at bandcamp.com or Look, Pete Pasco artist, and uh, been lucky enough to get some great musicians in my life to make music with, and I think that's a big part of the inspiration. All right, um, the song, yeah, I was feeling reflective and spilling my guts here, and say, whoa, it's been a heavy scene, but you know what? In the act of doing that, half cup full, it's been worth it. Yeah, I'm in a great relationship. Lucky me. Uh, hell, yeah! You know, I'd do it again. Hey, why, why don't we do that? <laughs> that's that's what I'm thinking. Uh, I often wonder: Would we have the energy to go back and do it again? Could we? <laughs> it's it's a it's an interesting thought, isn't it? All right. Just thinking about the seat just now, and uh, I was thinking back. Um, any of you listening out there, if I need to let me know. Do you do you have a special place that you go to go and reflect? And that, I think it's, I can think it really helped to have you have a, a place to go or a certain walk or some sort of ritual or a routine or something like that. I was just thinking back to the old log that I used to go visit with my mate Paul Dredge on the Manoatu River in Palmerston North. And this log was really cool. Wouldn't mind betting it was like a half out, half dug out canoe, like a Māori one from a great big trunk. And it was embedded in the bank and it stuck out and it hung over the water and know we we used to sit down there and yeah she'll flick a line out and that sort of thing but it was more a place of some reflection and it was yeah i I think it's just so good for you to do that you know i remember one time i was down there by myself and had some spinning gear which is like use a little metal lure with hook to try and hook try and catch the trout and there was a hatch of these really amazingly cool little mayflies and you know, when when you're really involved in a scene in nature, you sat there, you start seeing some real detail and these little guys were really cool, saw them floating down the current and suddenly gone, gone. Trout rings. Wow, there's a hatch on, the trout are rising. What did I do? Leapt up, drove home, got my fly rod, found the right fly, tied it on, drove back, and I got back just as the rise was just still happening. I got one cast away and I got a fat little trout. It was it was the best feeling I yeah, I looked at this little trout and reeled him in. Didn't take long to pull on me. It wasn't real big or anything, but just they're just so so cool. Like look, I think if there's trout in the rivers, all is good with the world because it means the river's pretty clear. And I held him gently and took the little fly out of the corner of his mouth. Little prick there, not too good. Held him in the water. Let leaned over the lie, lie. I lay down on the log full length to let this trout gently back into the water. Held him for a minute. Let him just get his energy back and then they just dart off, some of them dart off real quick and some just glide away slowly sideways and watching watching fish in the water is something I'm really, I find it just I don't know mesmerises me, I really enjoy it I've got a couple of tropical fish tanks in my lounge and I love just sitting and watching the fish, I go, oh, that's my TV channel, <laughs> there you go in fact if you want to see them you can check them out on my YouTube channel, there's one and I think it's got I think I put the Manawatu piano music that I wrote uh, when I improvised thinking about the Manawatu River. I think that's what I used for my fish tank video. So you can check that out. That was a while ago. So anyway, that's a special place for me. Uh, that is a long way away. I'm, in, I'm living in Melbourne now. And so, you know, maybe the, maybe the chair, maybe the seat, maybe that's becoming something like that. Because I, I have sat there quite a bit lately. And, you know, that's not a bad thing. I'll Maria. That was pretty cool. And she had something to say about that, uh, yeah, that choral group, the choir. Ha-ha, <laughs> we'll see. Our life is an adventure, is it not? Onward, Jimmy. Let's go. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. I hope that gave you an idea. I hope that gave you an idea of what it's like to be a songwriter, where the song came from. If there's some ground I'm not quite covering, you want to hear something let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Um, I heard from Roger again from Adelaide this week. Cheers, Roger. Good on you. Love your feedback and your ideas. Great stuff, everybody. Okay, have a great week. Roll on, and I will see you soon. About a week's time, I believe. Hopefully. See ya. Pete Pascoe signing out. Actually, it's got to be done. You know, I've enjoyed tonight's episode so much. You know what? I do it again. All right, catch you. Thanks for tuning in.
1: I do it again. See you next week. I do it again. Hope you have a good one. Oh Lord, all this long.